And yesterday, this year we were wanted for nothing, right? It's the theme of the fellowship. And yesterday, we talked about being possessed with evil spirits. And every human being uh, on this side of heaven is possessed with evil spirits. You're possessed and don't know it. Because you're calling evil good and good evil. You don't know it. And some people waking up to it, most are not, most would never wake up to it. But every human being, including Jesse Peterson, is possessed. And the sooner you see it, the sooner you will start to overcome it. Seeing it will change it. Confessing it within will change it. Because if you see it, you're going to confess it, and that's what it means to confess your sin. You're angry, and you have fear. And study the Bible. I ain't going to do it. Quote scriptures. Ain't going to do it. You need your heart change from anger to love. I don't care what anyone says. And it's up to you. You could believe the lie that anger is not evil. Anger is evil. Salvation is about yearning for the Father. It's amazing. What is salvation about? Oh, it's about getting saved, they say. It's about a return to the Father. There will come a day when I will return the children to the Father's and the fathers to the children. Why do you think that evil people of all races, male and females, work overtime to keep the children from the father? Who do you think is behind that? Evil spirits. Because Satan and his little demons hate the head, the light of the world, so the earth, which are men. Hate it. Hate men. And they dare the children to grow up close to the father. And they put the mother at work overtime. Put her at work. As soon as that baby pop out the womb, they put the mother to work overtime, day and night, to make sure that child doesn't grow up close to the father. By telling her, you and the mama, you had this baby, you made this baby, what for you never be no baby. All lies. It's a spiritual battle. Whomever believe that people, human beings, are basically good is a blind. You're blind. You're evil yourself and cannot see. The one thing you can bank on, you can take this to the bank. Human beings are not good. Show me a good human being and I'll eat my hat. If I had one. I do have one, but I don't wear it because my head too big. Human beings are not. Wait until you see how no good you are as an individual. Pretending to be good while scheming and lying and plotting and planning and pretending and getting your thrills. 
You work overtime for a thrill. Be nice for a thrill. Be mean and nasty for a thrill. You ain't no good. I don't give a darn if he does. Come home, Paul. I won't accept him. Human beings are not basically good. Human beings, the human nature is pure evil. Your nature is evil. And there are whole articles that talk about it. Oh, human nature is basically good. They're lying to you. Another lie out of the pit of hell. From CNN. This is from CNN. Breaking news alert. People are inherently good and nonviolent. That is a bald-faced lie. People are inherently good and nonviolent. When we hear about bad things happening, we need to remind ourselves that people are generally good. Remind yourself of a lie, even though something else is happening. Right? Generally good. We are hardwired for goodness. Watch this compilation of lies. There's just people that they're not good people. They they don't they weren't raised well. Are They'll, people good? Some no. people. In 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 moments. Yeah. What do you mean? In moments. When you say that. I don't know. Like my mom and I, we argue about this a lot. Yeah. She's like she thinks people are inherently good. I do believe that all people are born good and they're just shaped by their experiences as they grow up and their backgrounds and their environments. Not um, true. I, I think that people are basically good. Um, as long as, I mean, I think that at their very <laughs> core, I think people want things to go well she in the world. can't even tell a lie. Themselves to be happy and want, when possible, others to be happy, I think. But I believe, like, at the core, um, everyone's good. <laughs> nope. So we both agree that we think basically people are good. Everyone sins a little, but most people are good by nature. <laughs> now, when we put that statement to evangelicals, 46% agree with that statement. No wonder evangelicals are suffering. Some of the most unhappy people on this side of heaven are evangelicals, Christian people. Now, y'all can do what you want, of course. Stay in your hell. Believe what you want. No sweat off my back. No sweat off my fro, my fro. You could just stay in your hell. Really, just stay in it. Quote scriptures, quote this and quote that. But human nature is not good. Human nature is evil. I would tell my producer, Sean, this morning, we were going over the show, and uh, we were talking about all the crime and things that's happening. And... I said to him, it's amazing that you take away the police, you take away Bears Bond, you unleash the people with the law of the land, and they go totally insane, robbing and stealing and killing and raping and murdering and, and terror threats and all kinds of stuff because they are no longer contained by the law of the land, of the land. They are not contained by the spirit of the Father within, the law within, 
And so you need the law of the land to contain the children of the lie, of the devil. But you take those laws away, they go nuts. Look what's happening. Defund the police, take the police away, no bells, let them out of jail. And crime is happening on every level. Every level. This is from the Super Bowl. According to Fox, lift every voice and sing, known as the Black National Anthem, was performed ahead of the Super Bowl 58. The NFL started to play the Black National Anthem in 2020 season following the death of George Floyd. Can you imagine? The NAACP began to promote lift every voice and sing as the Black National Anthem in 1917. That's evil. This is America. We ain't got no dumb Black National Anthem. And why would they incorporate that in sports? Sports used to be an American playtime, relaxed time, fun time, family time. That's all gone now. Why would they do that? Because it's evil. Watch this photo from Fox. That's evil. All evil females. Satan's children in black. And one in so-called brown or so. I don't know what she got on all that hair. Those are just for thrills. That's evil. They're even separating the races in sports. That's evil. Y'all might. It's crazy, but that's what's happening in the world. You could be in the world, but you don't have to be of the world. Remember when sports used to be an American outing for family, adult, male and female, and children, and you would have those hot dogs, and they'd be so good with the popcorn and, and Coca-Cola. Remember those good old days? And it was not, you can take the whole family and still have popcorn and hot dogs and blah, blah, blah. Uh-uh, uh-uh, That's over now. And I was like a little surprised to hear because I would pay a lot of attention to sports. Uh, when I was in high school, I ran track and field. But, and I played a little basketball. But I, uh, I didn't know it had gone out of control like thousands of dollars where now you got to have some money to go see a dumb football game. Some stupid people running up and down the court as a ball, feeling good. And, and it had cost to watch it on TV. Uh, I was talking to a family member last night, yesterday, and he was watching it on his TV. It was a hundred and some dollars. What the? But yet the people go along with it, all for the thrill of it. Got to have that thrill. No matter how much it costs to have that thrill, you got to have it rather than overcoming it. CBS is reporting, it didn't used to be this way. But in the last few years, a series of businesses 
decision made by the NFL shot prices through the roof far out of the reach of most fans. Watch this compilation. The excitement for Super Bowl 58 is through the roof, but for many fans, the dream of attending the biggest sporting event in the country is quickly becoming out of reach. Last I checked StubHub's website, prices for Super Bowl 58 tickets started at $5,000 and soared to more than $100,000. I mean, the average cost I found on one ticket website was nearly $10,000. bucks. Uh, six, what? $4,000, $6,000, Man, you know, hey, somebody won the lottery. I didn't. <laughs> Watch it on TV. Watch it on TV. You're going to either pay your bills or you're going to go to the game. What do you think you're going to do? And a lot of fans also believe Taylor Swift, have you ever heard of her, has something to do with it. Taylor Swift? What the? <laughs> That's amazing to me in America. And the people go along with it. You don't have to watch it. But you do because you need the thrill. So pay $100 on TV. Stay home instead of going out to watch it. According to the USSun.com, Super Bowl fans were stunned by Nacho costing a staggering $60. The surf and turf nacho basket priced at $58.58. Was listed under chef specialist on the menu at somebody's stadium. I don't know what that stadium was. Allegiant Stadium, food stands. And did you buy them? And apparently, they have a lot of, of several ads uh, in in this game thing they were doing. And according to postmillennial.com, um, something called He Gets Us launched a new Super Bowl ad depicting Christians washing the feet of diverse individuals, including a woman at an abortion clinic and an environmental activist and undocumented immigrant. A gay man and more. Watch this from He Gets Us. Don't ask me what you know is true. Don't have to tell you. I love your precious heart. I Standing, you were there. Two worlds collided, and they could never tear us apart. We can live. Amazing. Oh, that ad is so emotional and so sweet. It's so Jesus. Oh, the Christians are just loving everybody. That's Jesus. 
That ad is pure evil and deceiving. It had nothing to do with God, Jesus, or the Holy Spirit, or the Holy Spirit children. That ad is pure evil. And this is why Christians are feeling. They're emotional. They're angry. They're lost. They know the Bible, but they're lost in their intellect. They're lost in their wicked human bodies, all in the name of Jesus. That's evil, folks. And Christians, as long as you fall for this, this is what you got to get. You are bowing down and kissing the feet of Satan. That's the same thing the Black Lives Radical Far Left Black Lives Matter, which a bunch of fat black radical lesbians made the white people do, kiss their feet. You're bowing down to evil, and that beautiful music they play, so-called beautiful music, that ain't making it better. You look like idiots doing that. You're worshiping the devil. And you totally don't understand Jesus. Amazing. Okay, stay on that road. You see what happens. That's a wide road that leads to destruction. The Christians don't understand. They have false ideas about Jesus. They have false ideas about God. They have false ideas about everything, the Holy Spirit, everything. Christianity, and this is why they're suffering. They're playing the game, the devil game. These same Christians believe that Jesus is God. Now you see why, right? They believe they have a will. Now you see why, right? My country was built on Christianity by white men with the help of God. Those days are gone now. I never thought, it's just crazy. But I understand it. Human nature is evil. And then uh, one, here's another one. CNN, the truth behind the He Gets Us ad for Jesus Aaron during the Super Bowl. Watch this from CNN. There was this controversial figure. Everywhere he went, people challenged him. The message is stark, arresting, and backed by $100 million. That's how much organizers say is behind this campaign to market Jesus as a patient, loving, inclusive cure for our divisive times. <laughs> With the tagline, he gets us. Jason Vanderground. We're trying to unify the American people around the confounding love and forgiveness of Jesus. The campaign website is filled with phrases saying, Jesus called out the toxic religious and political systems, led the protest against the walls that divide us, and broke the chains that held women in bondage. Merchandise declares Jesus was a refugee and an immigrant. At first blush, it can all read like a stand against radical right-wing politics and related divisiveness. My father married in a refugee. The other children always laughed at me. My father, the children always call me in a refugee. My father called me 
Jesus. <laughs> what a shame. Such deception. The devil is deceiving. Human nature is evil, and that is evil. But the, the Christian's going to love it. It has soft music. It's talking about love. It talks about uniting. It's talking about unity. And the Christian's going to fall for it. And they already are. I heard them. Who or what is doing this? You don't examine yourself. You don't question. And as a result of not examining and questioning what's going on with yourself, you're not seeing what's going on with others. To see what's going on in yourself will allow you to see that evil is operating through you as well as others upon this earth. And evil will encourage you to want to hurt yourself and others. And you'll think that it's your own idea. Uh, again, I want to just reflect for a minute. The, uh, when I was watching this story about the blacks in Memphis and what they were doing and robbing and stealing and killing and carjacking and snatching and grabbing, I'm looking at these people, and they're just excited. They're getting a thrill from doing it. You can look at them while they're doing it, and they're happy. They feel good. They feel good when they can walk into a store, break in or walk in, and just, and the workers are standing there now, the owners or the workers of the stores, and can't do anything about it or won't do anything about it. And you can see the thrill in the blacks of doing that. It's like, it's like they're happy with it, just turned on by it. What is making them feel that way? Happy knowing that they're doing wrong. And then you can see the fear, the fear in the store workers, the employees there, what is making them have fear that they put up with it? Right there, they're standing there looking at it. Something else is driving you. You're not in control of your life. You, I, no one. No one at all. I've said it a thousand times now. Human nature is evil. There is a war going on between Satan and God. Even though Satan is not a challenge for God at all, he wants to destroy God. He's mad, and all his little demons are mad because they are no longer connected to God, and their whole life is misery. I want you to watch this and, and just look at it and see what are these people getting from this if not a thrill? What are they getting if not but a thrill? And they really think that it's them. They really do believe that they decided to go and take this action, what I'm about to show you, or any other action against themselves and others. They are convinced that it's them and they're convinced that they're going to get something from it that would be everlasting, but it doesn't last, and so they got to inflict pain again. This is from theguardians.com. A driverless taxi was vandalized and set on fire 
in San Francisco, Chinatown. Watch this from C, I mean NBC. New at 11, today's Lunar New Year celebrations took a dangerous and destructive turn in San Francisco's Chinatown tonight. A Waymo car was graffitied and set on fire by a mob of people on Jackson Street near Grant Avenue at about 9 o'clock. Waymo tells us nobody was inside the vehicle at the time and the fire started after a window was broken and a firework thrown inside. Firefighters quickly extinguished those flames. The car is a total loss, as you can see. Police are now investigating. It's not immediately clear why the crowd gathered in the first place. Police have yet to make any arrest. People say they were shocked to see videos of the incident circulating online. I was very surprised. I saw that. I said, what happened? Yeah. Shouldn't happen here at all. Amazing. They want to know what happened. What caused the people to do this? What caused them to do it? Evil. They're evil. Their nature is evil. And evil told them to go out, get your little cameras, set this car fire. Somebody's trying to invent cars that drive by themselves. And rather than you trying to make that help that work or you go and invent something or do something that's worth something, they said go out and destroy it. Set it on fire, hoop and holler, be glad about it. Get your thrill and then make the person who created the car suffer. Make them, cause them to lose their money and time and now they have to start over and get a thrill from that and put it online. All for the thrill, evil thrills. And every human being has that going on in them until they overcome evil. Another example of evil spirits working through people. And the people go, why is this happening? I don't understand. It shouldn't be happening in this neighborhood. Why not? Evil is everywhere. Because it lives in people. It lives in people. You are possessed human beings. You're not in control. Now the white man can't even build a building unless the people of color go in there and destroy it. And the people of color being influenced to do it by evil within themselves and evil of other people, telling them graffiti is artwork. They call it graffiti. I remember when they started calling graffiti artwork when these people would go around smearing up businesses, buildings. Well, according to Smithsonian, Smithsonian Magazine, Ocean Wide Plaza was meant to be a billion-dollar real estate project in downtown L.A. Graffiti's quote-unquote artist broke into Ocean Wide Plaza's skyscraper development and tagged over 27 floors with bright, bold letters. Watch this from Fox. An investigation underway now after multiple stories. Take a look at this. Of this abandoned luxury high-rise in downtown Los Angeles were tagged by vandals. It's quite impressive. The feet there, 27 floors of that high-rise, hit with that graffiti. It was a billion-dollar project, but now the three abandoned L.A. high-rises are towers of graffiti and beacons for taggers. Everybody's coming to hit this spot. 
This tagger, who goes by Klopp's HEL, shared this video of him tagging one of the buildings known as the Oceanwide Plaza. I appreciate it so much. I have an affinity for it. Affinity is like a thrill. Art in motion. This is like our way of expressing ourselves, you know, our way of, you know, just. This I is mean, art therapy. Yeah. This is art therapy. See, all for the thrill of it. It's their therapy destroying other people's property. They just love it. They love it. You know that's not normal. It doesn't make sense other than it's evil. It's pure evil. Every human being you that you have ever seen, ever run into in your family, in you, in your family, everywhere, all human beings, all of us are born into evil. Born into evil, that's why you must be born of good. You're born through your mother, you're born into evil. Return to the father, you're born of good. Wants to die and wants to live. And y'all complain about the public school system, and I don't blame you. It is a social camp of destruction. But you can't blame the schools because they know the parents are going to send the kids to school anyway and use the schools, the public schools as daycare centers because the mothers don't love children. They have no love for the children. And they would rather feed their dark ego nature than watch over the man's children at home. It's not fulfilling. It doesn't feel like you're being yourself. You're not getting enough glorification. It's not fulfilling. I'm, I, I just need more, they say. They need more ego fulfillment, so they send these children to school, and then they pretend to be complaining and upset about what the schools are teaching. They're not. I promise you the mothers are lying. It's just thrills. They're just acting out. And they, want, they still don't pull the kids out of the schools. Not all, not all, not all, but most. And the schools are going to hell in a handbasket. And it's been like this for a long time. Parents who send their children to public schools are evil. They have no love. They're about themselves. That's why I would tell to Ali, don't worry. Nobody care about nobody. Egos cannot care about others. It's all about self. A narcissistic person is an emotional person. Anyone that has emotion is narcissistic. Isn't that amazing? Justthenews.com is reported that a failing California school test, a failing California school test scores continue dropping after spending $250,000 on a program called Woke Kindergarten. Kindergarten. Watch this from the Hill. A Bay Area school struggling to boost low test scores and student attendance is paying $250,000, couldn't believe my eyes there, for an organization called Woke Kindergarten to train educators to confront white suppression and disrupt racism. But according to the San Francisco Chronicle, two years into the contract with Woke Kindergarten, student scores at Glassbrook Elementary have fallen even further. Woke Kindergarten founder Key Gross said in a statement that the United States has no right to exist. I believe the United States has no right to exist. I believe every settler colony who has 
committed genocide against native peoples, against indigenous people, has no right to exist. Kindergarten is, you're five. You're five years old in kindergarten. <laughs> you're five years old. And these evil people try to impose woke, so-called woke on you. Isn't that amazing? But yet, you know what? I don't care because the parents don't care. Just continue to send your, school, your kids to those schools and let those evil people like that teach them. That woman, she could care less. She is pure evil. That female, black female. She seemed to be black. And hated white man, the white man in his own country is being pushed everywhere. And yet the white man lets you stay in his country. If I was white, I'd throw you out. I really, I put you on the, the first half yellow bus and you'll be gone. But you know what the whites are doing? Along with the black, they're voting you in. So you can destroy the country. CBS is reporting. So-called Mayor Brandon Johnson, he black, celebrates $17.6 million effort to feed migrants meaning illegal aliens, through black and Latino businesses. Watch this from Fox. The $17 million investment uh, for these 18 black and brown small businesses is really the, um, it really captures what I call the soul of Chicago. It's who we are. That's the soul of Chicago. They didn't take that $17 million and lock up the black on um, black crime criminals. They didn't take the seventeen million and ship the illegal back to wherever they came from. And they love their social programs. Joe Biden posted this on uh, X. Watch this from Joe Biden. Any day now, President Biden will protect Social Security and Medicare. MAGA Republicans want to cut both programs. They it's want, that simple. They want to keep you there. Give you your program. You ain't going nowhere. And this is what they call progressiveness. Watch this from X. Because now what people perhaps had never seen before can be seen to know what's possible. But the brilliance of this inaugural class and its leaders is the ability to see what can be, <laughs> unburdened by what has been, and then to make it real. That must be the dumbest female on this side of ever being in Earth. She's dumber than the Eve. That, what she just said was nothing. And the people sitting there like she's saying something. Amazing. And the pandering never ends. I want you to watch this from Joe Biden. Uh, Joe Biden also posted this. You going to help him? No. Yeah, help him. He ain't moving past up over Something wrong. Joe Biden also posted this on X. Watch this from Joe Biden. So tell me about you guys. What you doing these days? Why don't you share about your passion of sports? 
I'm playing AAU basketball right now. Are you really? You in your car? Yes, sir. We get to like travel, so we've been to like NC State, uh, Wake Tech, and we. You're kidding me. Yeah, we went to this small dry cleaning business, <laughs> and it's just it's cool. It's a great experience. I'm impressed. Is that a new program in school? Yes, sir. It is. It just started, just a couple of years ago. You know how much this guy loves you. Okay. You just feel it, can't you? Yes, yeah. Your dad jumped in front of a bull for you. By the way, we dads are hard to raise. Once you're a teenager, we're hard to raise. So you gotta be patient with us. You know what I mean? Yes, Go patient. <laughs> All in act, pandering. And we went to dinner with the black. He bought some fast food. There is something that is happening today that is probably, other than being angry, one of the saddest things I've ever seen. And I've seen many sad things now. But this, this, this is, it got to be the cake of it. It take the cake. There is something called Ash Wednesday. And some of you, a lot of you know what it is. It's when the people put those little black dots on their heads and they walk around making sure everybody see those dots so they can get a thrill of you thinking that they're a Christian or a Catholic or whatever. And so they love the thrill of random little dots on their head. And some people put little big black dots on their head. Some people put little dots. But it all for the thrill, it does nothing but strokes the ego, the nature of evil. And a lot of people are doing it, and it's sad. And may I tell you why it's sad? Uh, first, let me mention this. According to mentalfloss.com, while Ash Wednesday is perhaps most closely associated with Catholicism, there are many Christian sects that recognize it, including Lutherans, Methodists, Episcopalians, whatever that is, Presbyterians, and some Baptists. I ain't never seen no Baptist with a black dot on his or her head. Come on. No Baptist got no business having a black dot on their head. You know you lost it. But anyway, so today is Ask Wednesday. And you're going to see a lot of people in the news and everywhere wearing those little black dots. And when I first saw those dots years ago, I thought it was a, a thing that Indian people did. The people from India. Not the Indian with the feathers, but the Indian from the other country. I thought it was one That's of them. <laughs> I thought it was their thing. Uh, because I had not seen it before. And so some of you might know what this uh, Ask Wednesday thing is, but I have a soundbite to explain what it is, just in case you haven't heard of it either. Catholic Kids Media, and they explain what Ask Wednesday is. Watch this from Catholic Kids Media. Ash Wednesday is the beginning of Lent, the weeks leading up to Easter where we focus on returning to God. In the first reading, the prophet Joel writes that the Lord calls to us. God says, return to me with your whole heart. We all sin and separate ourselves from God by putting other things before him. We love TV and chocolate cake and good grades. And these are all good. 
but we should not make these things the most important in our hearts, when really, the most important thing in our lives should be God. We are called to love the Lord our God above all things, but we often think about other things more than Him. That's why we are separated from God and need to return to Him, because He loves us so much and He wants to be close to us. During Lent, we are called to repent. Repent means to think about our sin, to feel sorry, and to ask God for forgiveness. The cross on our foreheads on Ash Wednesday is a symbol of our repentance. Amazing. So of all the men in the world, they can find one man to do to, to promote that, especially talking about Jesus. They found a woman. Amazing. So that's what they say it is for. And this is from Britannica.com. The ashes serve as a memento morris and are often accompanied with some variation of the words. Remember that you are dust. And to dust you shall return. Amazing. So here is the uh, the sad, deceptive thing about this whole Ash Wednesday thing. These people are acting as though what Christ has already done, sent by his Father, and finished. Everything's done. You're already saved. All your sins have been washed away. It is impossible for you to sin now. And you are free. It is done. I know a lot of people talk about revelations, but revelation is already done. It's done. And the people don't know it because they are intellectuals and they just read the Bible and intellectually they hold on to and identify with what they read in the Bible and Satan uses it against them. And then they have the preachers of these different churches that keep you coming back trying to get saved. And they never get you saved because if they do, you might not come back. And so have you believing that you are still a sinner? And so Ash Wednesday come, and they tell you to put ashes on your head, a black mark on your head, as a symbol of being a sinner. And you do it. And you walk around with this stuff on your head, getting thrills from feeling good that other people see it, and they think you're humble because you admit it, you're a sinner. What do you think Jesus meant when he said it was done? It's done. What do you think Jesus meant when he said his father sent him? He sent his son to buy us back to own us because beforehand they couldn't own us in the Old Testament and there was no way out. Do you know he looked up and down the earth and could not find one righteous woman? One, not one. 
They did find one righteous man, but not one righteous woman. Righteous woman. Now it's even possible that women can be righteous when they drop that evil nature. When they forgive their mothers and return to their fathers, men and women, you're free. Your only hang-up is that you cannot see because you're unwilling to forgive, to let anger go. You have been convinced that anger is good and that Jesus was angry. And you're suffering in hell unnecessarily, in your own hell. And putting these little black dots on your head and walking up and down the road, letting people see how silly you look, is not going to help you. It's just keeping you in hell. It's just a religious symbol, act, acting out symbol with no meaning. And I want to show you what the ego, which is the nature of the devil, can do for you and will do for you. And you'll think it's good because you're getting a thrill from it as well. And it's all thrill, it's all evil. This is a perfect example of how evil operates through human beings. But not the only example, just one perfect one. This is from The Root. A TikTok video posted by a college student went viral after she helped a homeless man who simply asked for a cup of hot tea. Watch this from TikTok. Some hot tea. Some hot tea? Yeah. Damn. From where? I'm walking to Trey Joe's. You want to walk with me? Trey Joe's? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And we can stop by Starbucks or something. Say hi to my TikTok. All right. So we must have gone to CVS. Real this quick. is all thrill, all ego. That's why it's on TikTok. Show me where you got to go. She's TikToking herself doing this. So I told him, like, I'm just going to pay for it. For ego purposes. So he got his do you recognize this one? I think this is the one you're supposed to have. Here's your green tea. Do you want some napkins? And then I'm waiting for his prescription to get refilled. You're looking so at evil. Guys, I'm so happy they had his medicine. That's all for thrill. That's all ego. Because when you do things like that, if it's not for you and you're feeling your ego, why would you put it on TikTok? Why would you film it? When you give, you're supposed to give in private. Otherwise, you're getting your glory from the world right then and there, and God has nothing to do with you. She wants you to think she's good. And most people into their feeling, they think she is good, and they fall for it. And then the devil says, you know what, look at her. She's doing such an amazing thing. You should help her. And you're like, okay, devil, you're right. This feels good. That's all ego for there's nothing good in what she's done. And, and just keeping her in hell. That's why she videotaped the whole thing. And then put it out there so she can get more glory for it. And guess what happened? Maybe she's telling, look, how good of a person I am. I, buy, I bought this bomb, some tea. I'm walking to church. Come walk with me to church and we'll buy you some tea 
from Starbucks. Not McDonald's, but Starbucks. And I'm going to videotape it. I'm telling the people as we were walking. And guess what happened? I'm not making this up. It's all ego. When you give, you do it in secret. Nobody knows about it. And you reward it in secret. You give, you make it public, you reward it in public, which is more hell, nothing else but ego. And you saw how emotional that's supposed to have been, right? Well, guess what happened? The root is reported. People in the comment eventually asked her to set up a GoFundMe page for him so that they could all pitch in to help buy new clothes and shoes and eventually permanent housing. In just a few days, over $400,000 was raised. Oh, glory be to God. All the good people helping this bomb. That's what Jesus would do. They say, wow, that's amazing, they say. Well, guess what? According to the New York Post, this is from the New York Post, according to a report, the homeless man allegedly has a violent past. He was sentenced to five years in prison back in 2012 after he stabbed a man in the back with a screwdriver during a fight. Watch this from Fox. New questions tonight about a GoFundMe page that has raised hundreds of thousands of dollars for a man who is experiencing homelessness in D.C. The main question, what happens to all that money if it's determined that he is a danger to the community? D.C. police say Alonzo, the homeless man seen in that TikTok video, is the same man who attacked a woman four years ago outside this church here. D.C. police say Alonzo Hebron walked up to that woman sleeping outside the church, both of them homeless, put a scarf over her head, and you see, repeatedly punched her. He was charged in the case. As far as we know, most recently was in a halfway house last summer. He escaped, was brought back by U.S. Marshals. He's now obviously back out on the streets. Here now, the victim of that attack, and people reacting to the dilemma, what now to do about all that money? I'm speechless. I do not understand how a human being can act like this. He's a sociopath. He does not have a sense of remorse. He's not a sociopath. He is a sociopath, but he's possessed with evil. There's nothing to understand but that. And the woman that took him in the store is evil. And the people who gave to the deal for me pay are evil because they're all into their emotions. Emotions are evil. You are possessed with evil spirits, and those spirits are are emotional. They're pretending to be of love. So get a man his $400,000 and see how many more people he allegedly can kill or beat up or stab to death or stab in the back with a screwdriver. See how that black female, she filmed herself buying a Starbucks. Oh, I'm really good. I went and bought him a Starbucks. And so what you going to do with that money? Give him the money. You raise it for him, all for a thrill of it. I want to show you the attack upon white America from evil. 
And then white people are not standing up because they're evil. They're angry. They are afraid. This is from Fox. As part of a so-called Black History Month event, whatever that is, the University of California, San Francisco, recently hosted somebody by the name of Arthur Dante, Dante King, who suggested whites were psychopaths. Whites is from Young American Foundation. Whites are psychopaths, and their behavior represents an underlying biologically transmitted proclivity with roots deep in their evolutionary history. How, can, how many of you could see the proclivity that evolved deep within the evolutionary history of whiteness by show of hands? How many of you could see it? Some people are sitting here, oh, no, I don't want to raise my hand. That's called denial. There's no discussion about the delusion and the perversion of whiteness. And I'm not seeking agreement from white people at all. I don't prioritize whiteness or white people in my work in that way. So turn to your neighbor and say, as much as we want to talk about how bad anti-blackness is, it is the foundation of all American, all white American institutions. I think whites are psychopathic. I think there are many lies. The level of lying that white people do that has started since colonialism, we're just used to it. Amazing. Do you think a white man can stand up there and say that about the blacks? He would be right, but you think he have the gonads to stand there and say it? When I first heard the story, and I heard it yesterday before I left my office, that there had been this shooting at the chef, chief, chief Super Bowl celebration, right? And so I'm watching the story, and I noticed they did not say the race of the people that were, uh, were accused of doing the shooting. They didn't say it. And right away, I knew it was non-white. So as far as I can tell, we don't know 100% yet. It was all non-white. But I knew it was a non-white. Because if it were white people doing the shooting, right away it would have been Trump supporters, mega supporters, uh, neo-Nazi, white supremacy, and they would be blaming it on Trump. But it was hush, hush. And they did show a little glimpse, they showed about a minute, I guess, give or take, of a light-skinned person that you would have thought he could be white, but he could be Mexican or black, light-skinned black, right? And, but I knew it wasn't white. And so they barely show the accused shooters because they're not white. It appears. It appears, excuse me. It appears that they're not white. What an evil world we live in, huh? Human being, the human nature is evil. So I want to ask, what do you think motivated this what motivated it? This is from CNN. Investigators searched for what motivated a shooting that left one dead and more than 20 wounded at a chief Super Bowl celebration. Watch this from KTLA. Phones capture the gunshots in the crowd just outside of Union Station. And we just heard this big, loud bang. Police swarmed the area near the old train station, taking two men into custody. 
while this video shows spectators tackling a third man as he tries to get away through the crowd. Sadly, one person was killed during the shooting. She's been identified as Lisa Lopez Galvan, a mother of two. Her son was also hurt but is okay. Two of her nieces are still hospitalized. And they are just some of the two dozen others wounded or hurt during this gunfire, many of them children. And while no motive for the shooting has been announced, it may be the result of a dispute between armed attendees in the huge crowd. Parades, rallies, schools, movies, it seems like almost nothing is safe. <laughs> you think? The one thing I do want to tell you this about this incident, whether you believe it or not, your government want this like this. Your mayors, your governors, your city councils, your uh, senators, your congressmen and women, your government want this. Instead of solving problems, and if you don't see that by now, I don't know what it's going to take for you to see it. Rather than solving problems, they make sure they create the problem. Because they can tell the blacks, you know what? You need to forgive your mama and your daddy. You need to drop the anger. Forgive your mama and return to your father. You are responsible for your fault. We, nobody else has anything else to do with it. They won't tell them that. Because if they told them that, there might be peace on earth and the government would not need to exist anymore. Need to exist. So this super, uh, chief super, super Bowl celebration thing is just an example of things to come. Tim Scott is a black Democrat with the title Republican onto his name. He thinks just like the Democrats. And I have another perfect example of that. So you know, Jesse, it sounds like you're not making this up. The reason I became a Republican because when God took the anger away from me, allowed me to see that our battle was spiritual, and I, and I read the Democratic platform, and I saw that it did not identify with God. They hate black people. They don't think much about black people at all. They use them. And... um they were for abortion and everything that goes against those principles. So I became a Republican because at the time the platform was God, family, country, constitution. On the Republican side, that has changed too. But um, here's another perfect example of Tim Scott being a Democrat dressed in a Republican suit, a rhino, right? Tim Scott writes on X. I was honored to help lead the Senate in passing a resolution to celebrate hashtag Black History Month. Watch this from X. Diversity is a major part of the success 
of America. Our patriarchy makes us the most dominant nation on the planet. As we celebrate Black History Month, we need to understand and appreciate all the good things brought to us by the diversity of our nation and the people we are. And I want to start by talking about things that you use on a daily basis. Think about things like the stethoscope. Doctors use that every single day. X-rays, elevators. Do you like peanut butter? I do, George Washington Carver. The fact of the matter is that the African-American contribution and investment in America is undeniable and should be celebrated. The future is paved by the success of the past. It is time for us to celebrate the diversity of our nation and the contributions that come from people who look just like me. Amazing. And that is in the Republican Party, calling himself a Republican. No wonder the Republican Party is getting nowhere. It's getting nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. Because it's all the same. Diversity is not the solution at all. We are one nation under God. Look what diversity is doing to the country. I wonder if Tim Scott thinks we should have more white babies. And I wonder when he celebrates White History Month. This is from news, newsbreak.com. Boston City Councilwoman Julia Mejia on illegal aliens. Everyone needs to start opening their doors. Because this is a shared responsibility. Now, they open the borders and let all these criminal drug dealers, drug addicts from everywhere come in. And now they're asking you to open your door and let them into your house. What, they want you dead or something? Watch this from NBC. And, um... Wellesley, Brookline, you know, cities and towns that have so much more resources um, than the city of Boston. Boston City Councilwoman Julia Mejia thinks more migrants can be placed outside of Boston. I think everybody needs to start opening up their doors because this is a shared responsibility. I think everybody needs to start opening up their doors because this is a shared responsibility. That's an evil demon female. That is not a shared responsibility. We didn't ask you to open up the border and let these people in. All kinds of people without, with diseases and illegal alien diseases and everything. And she called herself a city council, a city councilman. Everyone needs to open up their door. This is a shared responsibility. That is evil and a lie. You're putting your life at risk. She is suggesting you put your life at risk to let strangers from different parts of the world that you know nothing about to come into your home. Because they're letting these people in for votes. She's making, trying to make you think that her incompetence is your responsibility. Either you're for slavery or you're against slavery. Which one is it? You can't have it both ways. You cannot have your cake and ice cream and eat it too. Postmillennialsreported.com is reported. A Massachusetts woman 
has started hosting a family of Haitian illegal migrants in her apartment and told reporters it's like having a it's like having their own personal chef in the house. Watch this from NBC. It's been an emotional few weeks for Wildande Joseph and her husband. First, sleeping on the floor at Logan Airport, then in Children's Hospital with their two-year-old daughter who got very sick. She felt bad as any mother would. Now things are looking much brighter as they've been welcomed into Lisa Hillenbrand's Brookline apartment. She says her daughter is very happy. When she wakes up in the morning, she says, hi, Lisa, and everyone starts the day smiling. It's a delight, and it's really fun having them. What I really is there's so much prejudice against refugees, mostly because people don't know them. Lisa says she feels like she has her own personal chef as Wildande loves cooking. In fact, her goal is to open up her own restaurant. They are hardworking. They want to learn. They want to be successful. And I feel great helping and I get to understand the refugee crisis from the inside. Lisa says she's so impressed by the number of people she's met right here at Brookline Town Hall meetings who've been stepping up and hosting families. She's hopeful more will do the same in the coming days and weeks. That white woman's so silly. <laughs> oh, that is so nice. Come home with her head laying on the bed, her body in the kitchen. What the? I think I'm going to get me a Haitian woman to clean and cook for me. For free. I mean, forced slavery or not. Look how silly that woman is, that white woman. This is a, a person that's entered into the country, don't know who they are, where they come from, and she got the man and the woman living up in there. And if anything happened, God forbid, right? Who's she going to blame? Ghostbuster? Amazing. Watch this from the Breakfast Club. That's when it comes to marriage. You should marry a black woman mm -hmm. because who's going to understand me like a black woman? Mm. Who gonna who gonna understand my pain, my strife, my struggle? Who's gonna understand culturally how important it is for my black children to be proud to be black? Even when she didn't birth these children, she's still their mother. Nobody's gonna do that like a black woman. Yeah. You can't critique me about being black. I live in a black neighborhood. I grew up in a black community. I That's didn't right. move three inches from the neighborhood I grew up in. Still helped the same black high school and college and elementary schools I went to. And you can't get blacker than me because when I wake up in the middle of the night, I wake up next to a black wife. That's Amazing. Isn't that like sad? But that's evil. It's unfortunate that our country has been divided like this with hate. I want to show you the results of that. Things like that. Watch this from TikTok. It's our first trip together. Hey, everybody in first class. I thought he was getting us first class tickets, but he lied. <laughs> well, we all went 30 AB. <laughs> but at least it's our first trip. We trying. Look at him. Aww. Look at y'all in first class. Oh, it must be nice. Look at y'all. They gave y'all water already. <laughs> because that's not cool. <laughs> he said first class to St. Louis. Look at me. He also told me I was going to the Virgin Islands, but we going to St. Louis. Now that's a big difference. That's what happens when you marry a black woman that understands your pain. She make a fool out of you. Make an idiot out of you. 
but you married a black woman that understand your pain. There will come a day when I return the children to the fathers and the fathers to the children. I want to show you pure, nasty evil. And these are the type of female, black females, that are raising children. And you wonder why the black children are so out of control, so evil, so angry. They have been raised by black female mothers like this and grandmothers. And it can only get worse. It cannot and will not, ain't not, is not, not, not going to get better. Unfortunately for America. Unfortunately for America. But fret not, there's hope. You, as an individual, with all this evil that going on in, outside of you, inside of others, you could be in it, but not of it. No wonder these black female teachers get beat up because the kids have been raised by mothers like them, and they go to school, they're not going to put up with that anymore. They're already angry, too, like their mothers. But I want to show you pure black evil, dark evil. It's just evil. No zero love. This is from Politico.com and Fox. Fannie Willis grew increasingly combative with uh, defense attorneys who accused her of having a conflict of interest stemming from her romantic relationship with Nathan Wade, a special prosecutor she hired to help run the case. She appeared to wink at the audience and smirk at the lawyer as spectators in the room. Watch this from, uh, watch this compilation. But I always have cash at the house. That has been, I don't know, all my life. If you're a woman and you go on a date with a man, you better have $200 in your pocket. So if that man acts up, you can go where you want to go. The money that you paid Mr. Wade, the cash, in October of 2022, you do not know where that money came from. I do know where it came from. It came from my sweat and tears. No, 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 no. This is the truth. Judge, and this, it, it, it is a lie. It is a lie. I'm not going to emasculate a black man, but I'm, I'm just telling you. I'm sorry, what? I'm not going to emasculate a black man. Did you understand that? We're here about this money. Mr. Wade is used to women that, uh, as he told me one time, the only thing a woman can do for him is make him a sandwich. We would have brutal arguments about the fact that I am your equal. I don't need anything from a man. A man is not a plan. A man is a companion. And so there was tension always in our relationship. Wow. And the judge is white. Had I been the judge, I would lock that bitch up so fast and make her hair swim. As a matter of fact, I would tell the, the little police person that's standing there, the guard, drag this bitch out of here, lock her in the dirtiest cell you have back there, and don't give her any water. That is pure evil. And she called herself a a district attorney, a DA. 
Now do you see what I mean when I say you're making a horrible mistake of putting these blacks in charge of the country? This is what you're getting. And it's going to get worse. She point her finger at the judge like a black female mama. I said, you know what? Let's adjourn for the day. And officer, drag this bitch in the back. Drag her. Don't even let her walk. Pull her by her hair and lock her up. What does she think she's doing? Winking her eye, just literally carrying on. And she calls herself a DA. But you see this in all these black females that you're putting in your government, in your schools, in your churches, in your police department. What do you think the outcome going to be? And they use the word black, black female, black male. I'm not going to emasculate a black male. She already done that. That guy's so weak. He probably, that guy's so weak, he can't find his way home. This is terrible for America. This is from the hall, the hill.com. And X, a longtime friend of Fannie Willis, testified that Willis began a romantic relationship with Special Prosecutor Nathan Wade in 2019, three years prior to when Willis and Wade said they started seeing each other. When asked ask if he ever went to a cabin with Willis, Wade paused and then said, no, I want to play this compilation for you of this guy, Wade. And I want you to know how he looked up to the sky for help from Jesus. You like looking up when asked this question about going to the cabin? He looked up for a long time to see if Jesus, he's like, where, where is your Jesus? <laughs> how do I go with it? What do I say? Watch this compilation. So it's been purely professional since the summer of 2023. So, so that's where we're having issues. Um, Okay, I, you'll have to explain because I don't know what the issue would be. No, I, I will explain to Thank you. you. Um, the, the, you say personal. Um, we're very good friends, probably closer than ever because of these attacks. But if you're asking me about specific intercourse, the answer is no. How about if I change it from intercourse to romantic? No. Okay. <laughs> Did you go to a cabin with Miss Willis ever? Ever. Ever. <laughs> Are you looking to Jesus right now? Jesus, if ever I need you, Lord, it's now. No. <laughs> you look, I think it was even longer than that. But, and he's supposed to represent somebody in court. He's going after Donald Trump. What the? And there's one uh, uh, aspect of this where he's there, and he has on glasses, and he's sweating like a slave on that 
on that stand, right? And you're taking the glasses off and on and sweat and he was like, Lord, it was like he was out in a cotton field and they had the air conditioner on. It was like he was sitting in this room where I'm at and all these bright lights. And you see how sometimes Nick and I sweat like slaves? And he was like taking the glasses off and watching sweats and like, give me time here. I want to use the word unfortunately, but I don't know if it's unfortunate or not. It's just the way it is. Not all, not all, not all. I know black men and women who are seriously working on overcoming the black thing, the fallen state, right? But it's the blacks of God. You know, it gets to a point in life, even with your children sometimes, you just can't do anything for them. You have to just let them suffer. But you can't cater to them either. Mainstream, I mean, Marines, Schools.com. The soft bigotry of low expectation is a phrase coined by Michael Garrison. Or Gerson. Not expecting minority to meet the same standard of behavior set for most people. I think it's Gerson or Garrison. I'm not sure. Gerson. Here's an example of protecting the blacks. Watch this from CNN. Kansas City shooting may have stemmed from personal dispute, police say. Two juveniles among those detained. When they say two juveniles, you can almost bank on it. It was two black gang members. They left out black. Had it been white, they would have said white racist, Trump supporter, supremacist. They would have made it clear. But when they leave out the color, you can bank on it. It's black. Or transgender or something. This is from FBI.gov. Some of you might remember this. We talked about uh, the shooting at the football celebration the other day. And uh, when the great white hope was in office, he had a, 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 an enforcement operation going to go and go after the gang members and things like that. And well, when Joe Biden uh, became so-called president, he ended that program quietly. According to the FBI, Operation Legend was a federal law enforcement operation initiated by the administration of President Donald Trump. Federal agencies were deployed to assist cities and county and county law enforcement officers. Authority made 355 arrests in, in Kansas City under the preview, purview of Operation Legend. Donald Trump would clean the house. But Joe Biden, his administration, no, we don't like that. We don't want to protect the American citizen. We want the blacks to go wild. Apparently, that's what they were saying, because according to Wikipedia, upon taking office, the Biden administration 
quietly order an end to Operation Legend. They didn't want law and order. Blacks, they want y'all doing what you're doing, killing and robbing and stealing and carrying on. So they could cry racism and get money and power, perceived power, not real power. They want you blaming and whining and begging. And y'all know that anyone who blames does not have love, have no love at all. Blind as a bat. And I have a perfect example of that from the Daily Wire. Al Sharpton and Black Lives Matter attorney Ben Crump claim white people who made the laws in America are to blame for black crime. I want you to hear that. Black, according to Daily Wire, Al Sharpton, what a mess, and Black Lives Matter attorney Ben Crump, another mess, claim white people made laws, made the laws in America Black, uh, white people who made the laws in America are to blame for black crime. Everybody to blame but the black people. Watch this from MSNBC. We can get rid of all the crime in America overnight, just like that. And people ask how Attorney Crump changed the definition of crime. Mm. Of course, <laughs> if you get to define what conduct is going to be made criminal, you can predict who the criminal is going to be. It sounds like we're criminal, though. Yeah. Our existence no, is the culture. criminal. But they made no, no, the laws They made the law to criminalize our culture. To fit us. Black culture. Mm -hmm. I mean, and so when I think of Eric Garner, I always think of stuff like that. And then George Floyd was trying to buy oh, cigarettes no, and so forth. So you have to think no. about the profile and things that they come up with, the profilers for, pretext your reasons. And it happens every day, Al. They will come and say, you can't wear baggy pants. Right. Mm -hmm. Make mm -hmm. that a crime. Right. You yep. can't have milk cartons in your yard. Right. Make that a crime. Right. Now you see why the black females are lost. The black men are lost. The black males are lost. There's no light in the black family. Zero light. And they know all people have fear if they have anger. And they want you in fear because in fear, look what that uh, how that Willis uh, female was acting in front of the judge because the judge had fear. Fear is not of God. Perfect love casts out fear. Remember the other day they were acting like Russia about to blow us up? They're going to send some uh, nuclear weapon out there and it's going to kill us all? Or something going to happen, they were saying. And they come to find out that was made up. I was not surprised. I said it. It was all, it's to put fear in you. They were trying to, according to reports, they were trying to get a pack and fair pass to send Ukraine some more money. And so that, oh, something really bad is about to happen with Russia. According to the New York Times.com. Russia's advances on space-based nuclear weapon draws U.S. concern. Watch this from ABC and CNN. 
cryptic warning from the House Intelligence Committee Chairman Mike Turner about what he calls a serious national security threat. It has to do with the Russians wanting to put a nuclear weapon into space. Nukes in space, really? Nuclear weapons in space. It is very concerning, uh, very sensitive. This is a big deal. Destabilizing foreign military capability that should be known. Clearly the members are alarmed about this information and... and it's hard to say why uh, Congressman Turner decided to choose this moment to alarm the country. Russian nukes in space, nuclear anti-satellite system in space. Y'all scared, y'all running your house while we sign this bill to send more money to Ukraine. Why y'all so scared? I was just so scared. According to the New York Post, the U.S. intelligence community asked foreign spy agencies to surveil, surveil 26 associates of Donald Trump in the run-up in 2016 election, which triggered the allegations that former president that the uh, former president's campaign had been colluding with Russia, according to a report. Watch this from Fox. This report from Substack citing multiple unnamed sources claims the U.S. intelligence community asked foreign spy agencies to help spy on more than two dozen associates of Donald Trump in the run-up to the 2016 election. It reads in part, quote, President Barack Obama's CIA director, John Brennan, had identified 26 Trump associates for the Five Eyes to target. A source confirmed that the IC had identified them as people to bump or make contact with or manipulate. They were targets of our own IC and law enforcement, targets for collection and misinformation. When they spied on my campaign, they spied on my well, campaign. There's Leslie. no real evidence of that. Of course there is. No. It's all over the place. Leslie, Sir, they spied on my campaign and they got I, caught. Can I say something? They spied on my campaign, they got caught. No. And then they went much further than that and they got caught. And you will see that, Leslie. Tell Leslie go home and eat. She's like she can put on a little weight. Go home and eat. They want you afraid. The representatives of the government are human beings with e evil natures as well. All human being has it until we return to the Father. Human nature is not good, period. Human nature is evil. It doesn't matter your job. You must return to the Father. And the Father will destroy the evil nature. Your government just lied to you right in front of your face. And because you're not one, you freak out. And in case you don't remember, you may need a, well, what do you mean, Jesse? How does that work? Remember the Chinese virus? Watch this compilation. President Trump wrote on Twitter, don't be afraid of COVID, don't let it dominate your life. Don't let it dominate your life. It's okay to be afraid of COVID, and it's okay that, that it's dominating your life. Everyone should be afraid of COVID. I can't come in, Mom, because of this flu thing. Listen to uh, the scientists. Science is truth. You know, science is truth. Now is the time to do what you're told. <laughs> when I see somebody out in the world who's not wearing a mask, I instantly think you are a threat. <laughs> Listen to scientists. Listen to the scientists. Trust the experts. We're going to trust. 
trust science. We're going to trust the experts. Let's listen to the scientists. Doing your own research. It seems so innocent, but it can have serious consequences. If some jerk exposed my mother to COVID because they didn't want to wear a mask, I would want to kill them. We want to listen to the scientists. We have to listen to the scientists. Being scared. This is about scaring us straight. Science, science, and science. Amazing. And Russia put a spaceship out into the space so he could blow everybody up. Be scared again. Fear is not your friend, folks. Let go of anger, you can overcome fear. Let go of fear, you can overcome anger. And then you'll see through all this evil stuff that these people try to do. You could be free. It's up to you. The media, the government, the police, the, the secretary, the governor, mayor, everyone has evil spirits until they are born again of the Father. Until they are born again. 